is Today in History, January the 22nd. On this day in 1498, during his third voyage to the Western Hemisphere, Christopher Columbus arrived at the present-day island of St. Vincent. Also on this day, back in 1879, Chief Dullknife makes his last fight for freedom. Pursuing American soldiers badly beat Cheyenne's Chief Dullknife and his people as they make a desperate bid for freedom, and in doing so, the soldiers effectively crush the so-called Dullknife out. Break. Also on this day in 1938, Thornton Wilder's play Our Town is performed publicly for the first time in Princeton, New Jersey. And in 1953, Arthur Miller's drama The Crucible, set during the Salem Witch Trials, opens on Broadway. Also in 1957, George Metesky, suspected of being the Mad Bomber, who injured 15 people over a 16-year period, is arrested in Westbury, Connecticut, and later found mentally ill and committed. And speaking of bombers, this is the anniversary in 1998 of Ted Kaczynski pleading guilty. Theodore Kaczynski pleads guilty to all federal charges against him, acknowledging his role for a 17-year campaign of package bombings attributed to the Unabomber. And on this day in 1973, George Foreman beats Joe Frazier to win the heavyweight title in Jamaica. Frazier doesn't know where he is. The 24-year-old George Foreman pulls off a stunning upset, defeating the reigning champion Joe Frazier in 4 minutes and 35 seconds to win the heavyweight championship of the world. Also on this day in 1973, the landmark Supreme Court decision Roe v. Wade is decided and establishes a woman's legal right to an abortion. Good evening. In a landmark ruling, the Supreme Court today legalized abortions. The majority in cases from Texas and Georgia said that the decision to end a pregnancy during the first three months belongs to the woman and her doctor, not the government. Thus, the anti-abortion laws of 46 states were rendered unconstitutional. The court ruled in a 7-2 decision that a woman's right to choose an abortion was protected by the privacy rights guaranteed by the 14th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution. The legal precedent for the decision was rooted in the 1965 case of Griswold versus Connecticut, which established the right to privacy involving medical procedures. Despite opponents' characterizations of the decision, it was not the first time that abortion became a legal procedure in the United States. In fact, for most of the country's first 100 years, abortion as we know it today was not only not a criminal offense, it was also not considered immoral. And on this day in 1960, 68, Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In premieres as a weekly series on NBC. Laugh-In was an American sketch comedy television program that ran for 140 episodes, debuting on this day back in 1968 on NBC. It was hosted by Dan Rowan and Dick Martin. George is so square, he thinks that planned parenthood means living with his mother. The title of the show was a play on the words Love-Ins, or be-ins of the 1960s hippie culture, terms that were in turn delivered from sit-ins, common in protests associated with civil rights and anti-war demonstrations of the time. Laugh-In had its roots in the humor of vaudeville and burlesque, but its most direct influences were Olsen and Johnson 
Johnson's comedy, the innovative television works of Ernie Kovacs, and the topical satire of That Was the Week That It Was. The show was characterized by rapid-fire series of gags and sketches, many which conveyed sexual innuendo or were politically charged. It's not that Ronald Reagan dislikes education. It's just that he's not fanatic about it. You know, I always say before two people can love each other, they really have to like each other. Straight Man Rowan and the Dumb Guy Martin Act, which they had established as nightclub comics. It featured, at various times, a host of celebrities, including announcer Gary Owens, Goldie Hawn, Artie Johnson, Richard Pryor, Ruth Buzzy, Joanne Worley, Henry Gibson, Lily Tomlin, Dave Madden, and Pig Meat Markham, to name a few. The outrageous Laugh-In hits the small screen on NBC. January the 22nd, 1968, on this day in history.